Nick, I, I suppose first of all, um, and we've talked off Mike a little bit about this, is uh, season ends last year in disappointment, no playoffs, and you talked about convening your staff and trying to sort out how you might approach the next year. So what, what are some of the things that, the, that you came up with together? Yeah, I think as soon as the, the season ends, the, the initial emotion is disappointment. Um, and you have to pick the players up and in the dressing room after the Chicago game, you're setting the scene for next year. And although you're probably as far away from next year as you possibly can be, the end of the last game, um, you know, I, I could sense in that moment that there was a there was huge disappointment, but there was also a lot of desire and a lot of hunger to put it right. So we went to the Noche Dior game, really good performance, ended on a win. Um, so then the players go away and we know we've got the raw materials, we know we've got the motivation and the desire. For us as a staff, it was about coming together with... David, the sporting director, with the scouts, with the front office, the key people in the front office and the, the technical staff to basically do a really in-depth review of the season, what was good, you know, what we're going to keep next year, what we want to take from 23 into 24, what we feel we have to change and ultimately what the direction for the team is going to be. It was, it was three days in, my, in our Manhattan office that was probably 14-hour days where... We went through our physical performance, we went through our tactical and our, you know, how our team performed from a football point of view. And then we looked at the, the recruitment and the retention of where we feel we need to improve the squad. And, you know, there was, there was some honest conversations, there was a lot of frustrations, but there was also a lot of clarity at the end of where we're going to take the team and who we feel we want to be moving into 2024 to make sure that we, one, make the playoffs, but two, make the playoffs in a really solid position. And even though uh, they may be subtle, what are the, some of the things that you came up with that might be uh, uh, a tad different this year or your approach? Yeah, I think you've got to look at, you know, we're really fortunate at CFG that we have a really, a really strong analysis department across the organization and a really strong data science department that when you are evaluating the season of course as coaches we have our opinions and we have our informed opinions because of our experience of course the physical guys have all of the data of when it was good and, and when maybe it wasn't as good as the level that we expect from a physical point of view but also you can look at the statistics of the season to take out the good things we know our defensive record was really solid we know that from a win, lose and draw perspective, we lost the same amount of games as 21 when we were champions and 22 when we were conference finalists. We just didn't win enough. We, we drew far too many games. And then once you start to scratch the surface of this, you know, we probably need more goals. We know we didn't score enough goals. We need to look at the style and how we score more goals. Where do they come from? We know that we can score more goals and have scored more goals in the past in, from transition moments, from moments from not having the ball, from, from counter-attacking moments. We know that we've got to score more from set play. And in open play, we created a lot of chances that we didn't take. So you're looking at that part of our game that we know will solidify position because more goals are more wins. Um, also, we looked at a lot of the data around the team and the resilience and the maturity of the team because we have a young team. It's too easy to just say, while well, we're young, we actually analysed the games in depth and there was far too many moments when, one, we were in one-goal games, so the games were always there for the opponents, 
And then once you really look in depth, you look at once we went 1-0 up, how many shots and attacks we had after that. So then you start to look at the mentality and the the application of the team in the vulnerable moments. In, in, in an effort to make it 2-0, is that what you're referring to? Yeah, I think if you look across all of the all of the ties and maybe the games when we lost, any time that we were 1-0 up, we lacked a, a real consistency to continue to attack to make the game 2-0 to make the, to go to go on and that's probably our strength through 21 and 22 that we we scored multiple goals that won us multiple games um that is an area that we have to focus on in our pre-season and we have to put into our coaching program because that develops not only the attacking side of our game but also the mentality of our team and maybe that segues into your visits during the off season. You told me you uh, went to Liverpool, you went to Spurs, and you went to Girona. Uh, were you seeking anything in particular in in visiting those uh, three clubs? And uh, if so, what what did you gain from it? I think I think I've always been somebody that has a real thirst for learning. I, I know what I'm like as a person. I like to continue to, to learn and improve. I like to read a lot and watch a lot and talk with a lot of different people in the game because I think that is how you evolve. And, you know, we're really fortunate at CFG that we have a lot of people within our organisation with a lot of experience and a lot of network and expertise that can help you to continue to grow it is one of the reasons why I love this love working for this organization because you can further your skill set and knowledge and you know I was really lucky in the off season to go and visit Tottenham Hotspur because Ange Postacoglu was our coach in Yokohama we have a network of people that have the opportunity to get me in there so I spent some time there and he he had a you know, it was really interesting to see how he's evolved that team. Obviously, Girona is one of our teams, and to have communication with them and to see how they have evolved their team from maybe being a, a, a lower position in the league, how they've evolved to be able to take on teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona and Atletico Madrid and compete. You know, there are some real similarities in how teams evolve their style. And, you know, I, I think those three teams among other people, have really helped me in a situation where we didn't achieve the aims and the goals that we wanted to almost go and gain not only the understanding but the the clarity in how you can improve a team through certain areas of the game that are, are going to improve your performances and, and ultimately results. You've talk, been talking about aggressiveness and then you said consistency in mentality. Uh, and uh, earlier this week when we were chatting, uh, you said there was something consistent uh, that you saw among those three as well. As far as you're impressed with their mentality from the first minute to the 97th minute or the 99th minute, however long the game is, and how did they gain that? Yeah, I think ultimately when you have players that have the physical ability and the technical ability to play an aggressive form of the game, those players want to do that, and I think... You look at Santi Rodriguez and even now at Hannes Wolf that we've added and Andres Perea when we brought him in in the middle of the season. You know, uh, the game is evolving and, and, and the modern game for me is about, you know, how dynamic you can be, how aggressive you can be with and without the ball. And, you know, the principles of the game don't change. There is moments when you are going to have to adopt the principles of defending in a, 
in a low block or in defending your box. And but I think for me, if we're going to go and be a team that evolves our performances and has goals in every phase of the game, we have to adopt an aggressive mentality. We are a good possession team. Last year showed that our ability to progress the ball and possess the ball is is very very good. We probably didn't take our chances in established attacking play. But if we're going to be a winning team with a solid league position, we have to score goals in counter-attack, in transition moments. We have to be have an attacking mentality when we don't have the ball. We have to be able to score goals from set play and not concede goals from set play. And ultimately, you know, I think having an aggressive mentality and a, and a mentality that is on the front foot, that is attacking teams in every moment of the game, is a, I think is, the, is, is how our teams are known for. If you look at our Manchester City first team, if you look at Girona, if you look at our, our best moments when I had the women's team and we were successful, our teams are best when they're on the front foot attacking teams. Nick Cushing with us, head coach of New York City FC on the MLS preview. One thing that uh, seems apparent is that uh, what one of the, the, the players that I'm going to refer to is not here yet. The other one is here. But there's a, an opportunity to have a, a lot more pace up top. One is Malachi Jones, your first-round draft selection out of Lipscomb, and the other, Augustine Ojeda. Uh, one is 19, Ojeda. The other is 21, two young guys. But uh, there is something about pace in this game, isn't there? Yeah, and I think... You know, I think you see the evolution of our team when we when we brought Monsef in in the summer. That to have somebody that has speed and that likes to attack space and likes to run behind teams. And you know, I think some of the criticism of of our team when we reviewed was that maybe the team didn't didn't attack space. We have a lot of football players that want to play with the ball. And you know, I think this is a natural evolution of the team. We. We worked a lot last preseason on being a team that could have possession of the ball, that control, that can control teams with possession of the ball. And you see those games like, you know, Charlotte at home and games when we were really dominant with the ball. The goal chances come from the ability to attack spaces, and I think speed is one thing. But coaching the players and 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 giving the team the understanding of when and how to attack spaces. Malachi is straight out of the college system. Augustine is coming as a young player. Julian Fernandez is young. Monsef Bakker is, you know, still a young player. As coaches and as a coaching team, the evolution of the team is to is to teach and coach these players when and how to attack the space. Because when you have players like Santi Rodriguez and Maxi Morales and Keaton Parks, they have the ability to find these players when they run. We can't always play to feet and play in front of teams. Nick, you've uh, added a, a central defender, and it seemed like uh, that was an important consideration for depth at that position. Tana Sijevic, if I've got that right, Strahinja. Is that, is that the correct pronunciation? He's <laughs> not here yet, but when he's here, you can ask him. All right, I will. But that's important, too, because I, as soon as I saw uh, this young man sign, uh, my, my first thought was, well, James Sands could spend more time in the midfield. Like, if something happens, you don't have to drop him into the back line. Is that important? Yeah, I think you, you know we all know the the brutal nature of of the schedule of our league. It's why our league is such a unique and such an exciting league. The, the travel, the different time zones, the um, different climates, the three game weeks, the League Cup, the Open Cup, the MLS, and then you get to playoffs, three game playoffs. You need depth in the squad, and you know 
we've spoken numerous times about the transition from 22 to 23 and how this, the, the cap works and the league works. You know, we knew that we needed Burke Risa. We brought him in in the summer. We have Thiago Martins, Burke Risa. Um, we wanted a third central defender. It gives us depth, gives us the opportunity to rotate. And, you know, injuries happen as well. So what we don't want to be doing is, you know, previously you've saw us change to a back three. We've played Justin Hack down. We've played Tavon Gray inside. We've dropped James Sands down. I think now we have a lot more tactical flexibility in the team, but we also have the depth to be able to cope with the nature of the league. Depth, when we compare your first preseason with New York City FC as the permanent coach last year to this year, it appears that... Uh, Everyone that you've signed is going to be here before the start of the first match. Of course, you still have to wait for paperwork and things. But when you compare that to a year ago, it's pretty stark, is it not? Yeah, and I think, you know, like I said in the review, part of the review was not only the performance of the team, but was ultimately the challenges and the, the experiences that we had across season 22 into 23. And you know, recruitment and, and being decisive in recruitment and, and, you know, myself being really clear and having the clarity on who and how I want to play was, you know, was at the forefront, at the forefront of, our, of our desires. And I think, you know, to go and pick the players, the scouts did an excellent job of, of compiling a list of players after we spoke about who we want to be as a team then me and David look, went through them and we decided, you know, these are the players that we want. And then David did an excellent job of getting them in, in, in real, you know, in, in that sort of decisive time. So we've had a, a, a four week block of preseason nearly with 95% of the group. We're still waiting for Stranger and, and Augustine to come in. And, and that gives us still time to further improve the squad if we need to. But, you know, we're really pleased with where it's at. We're really pleased with the depth that we've got. The, I think ultimately, there's going to be difficulties in picking a team, which is something that I really wanted because we have depth and we have quality. But one of my beliefs is, and I will always believe this, is that competition for places really drives consistency and performance because the training environment over the last three and a half weeks has been, has been incredible. In my opinion, potentially more difficult than actual MLS games because the team has so much quality. But... It's a young team. It needs coaching. It needs blending, and we need to we need to blend the team together because you know we have added some players. We did add Burke and Munsef. You know this is early days for this team. And uh, whenever I see a team that's deep and there's a lot of competition, that is healthy and it's uh, it's constructive and uh, it is favorable to the to the overall. But as the manager, you're. Uh, your skills and man management become uh, even more vital. Yes, I mean when, when because there are going to be some very good players not in the eleven, and maybe who don't even play in a particular match. Yeah, and I think I think when I communicated the uh, with David and we both worked together to to put this roster together, uh, that was one of the you know one of the things that I knew was going to be. There's going to be, you know, there it was going to be a difficult team to pick. It's going to be a difficult team to manage, but ultimately that that is what coach. That's what we want, and I think that the answer for that one is how we have restructured the coaching team. I brought Leon in. We have Medi Bellucci and Leon now. Rob Vartugian has worked between the outfield and the goalkeepers whilst using our MLS two 
coaching team while they haven't started, which allows me to step back from the coaching and manage the team and manage individuals. This is the evolution of a good team really is, you know, with the amount of games that we want to play, because we want to go long into the postseason, there's plenty of games and plenty of time for players to play. But ultimately, if you want to get in the team, it's about it's about performance, it's about consistency. I say to the team, you know, for us to be a top team, it's about the attitude and the application of everybody, staff and players, and then the coordination of us as a group. Leon Hapgood, you, you mentioned Leon. So tell us a little bit about him uh, and what his particular role will be on your staff. Yeah, so Leon is somebody that I've had a professional relationship with for around 12, 13 years. I was, um, when I was at Manchester City in the Boys Academy, I, I did some work in collaboration with the Calgary Foothills, which was the junior team that Leon worked for. He was the technical director. And through the evolution of the Foothills developing some real quality players, they developed Cavalry, their, their Canadian Premier League team, that they basically developed their own players to go and play in the professional league in Canada. And over the years, Leon has visited myself, whether it be with the women's team as the head coach or this time last year when we were in Santa Barbara, Leon came and did a study visit with us and we've kept in contact. His his coaching journey has been solid. His The way that they've developed the team in Canada to be the champions last year, they they just missed out in the, in the playoff final and you know, to have the opportunity to bring him across now to New York to be an assistant coach in my team with Mehdi Bellucci, a solid coach, um, with Rob Vartugian, my goalkeeping coach. And, you know, to have a team that I feel is really strong in coaching gives me the opportunity to step back. And, you know, I'll always be a coach. I, I class but, but, but when we go to training, I, I have the privilege of going every Thursday. And uh, you are in the trenches pretty much 100% of the time generally working with the uh, midfielders and, and the backs in, in either their build-out or maybe some of their defensive responsibilities. So you see yourself maybe now uh, pulling back a little bit. Yeah, I class myself as a, as a coach that manages rather than a manager, and I think for the evolution of me as, and the team is, you know, Mehdi is really strong and has real qualities as a coach. Leon is, you know, has vast experience in being an assistant coach at professional level so to have two solid coaches that can go in and coach the team it gives me the opportunity to just step out and I think one of my reflections over the last 18 months as being the head coach as well is that you know just like the players need to be rotated the coaches do as well you know that the, the team needs the different styles of coach to coach and if I look at the, the difference between Mehdi and Leon is they're both really strong in 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 the detail that they coach and, and the, the way that they coach, but they're very different personalities and their and their personalities really benefit the team in different moments. Whilst having myself that can step in, I'll always have a huge desire to coach because it's the, it's the part of the game that I really love. Well, what I've heard outside of you and David Lee uh, from others that know him is that he's very active, Leon. He's a, kind of a motivating uh, type coach. Yeah. Is that, the way, is that what you would say? Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a... a, a a real energetic manner he's got a real uh, passion for the game and, and you see the passion through his body language and his language when he works and a real thirst and a real um, hunger to help the players and to develop players so he'll be really good at the lower end of our team in the sense of age the younger players but also really strong in preparing the team for games I think that if I reflect on my time as assistant coach I don't think I ever really had or allowed 
a coach like myself to Ronnie. I was very active as a coach. I did a lot of work in that team across 2020 and 21, whether it be tactical work or game preparation. And, you know, Mehdi and Leon are more than capable to fill that role for myself.